Last week, we did the AFC. Now it's time for the NFC. We predict all four division winners and the favorites in the NFC Conference. You are locked on NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hi again, everyone, and welcome in to Locked On NFL. I said NFC Conference, so it's Conference Conference Day here on Locked On NFL. I'm James Rapine. He is Tony Wiggins. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Check us out wherever you get your podcasts and hit follow. And thank you so much for making us your first listen. Today's show is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. And Tony, we started with the AFC last week. And if you missed that, make sure you check out Wednesday's episode of Locked on NFL. It goes wire to wire, all things AFC. Probably the best the AFC has been in quite some time. To me, it's certainly the superior conference to the NFC. But it is time to talk about the NFC today. And let's start with the defending NFC champs, the Philadelphia Eagles and the NFC East, because I think that this division is pretty darn good and probably the best in this conference. Good division. And it's about time because traditionally this division was really, really good. When I was growing up, it was like the SEC of the NFL. And uh, it's glad to see it. I'm glad to see it back. You mentioned something. You mentioned how strong the AFC is. You're right. It is. But here's another thing to to think about and ponder this question. Would you rather be in the stronger conference where teams beat each other up and then all you got to do is win one game when you get to the Super Bowl or vice versa? Is it the fact that you're in the stronger conference? Does that mean that you're more ready to play a big game because you've been playing them all year? Oh, I'd rather be in the NFC. I, yeah, I would rather yeah, be go. in the NFC, the, the, the road, the, the easier road, and then you give me 60 minutes to win the Lombardi. I, I would take that versus having to face Mahomes or Allen or Burrow or Lawrence or Rogers or, I mean, Lamar. And, and there's going to be a fan base mad that I didn't mention their quarterback, Herbert. We keep going on. Lawrence. But that's how good that's, yeah, that's how good the AFC is versus the NFC, where quarterbacks wise, it's certainly doesn't compare but in this this division and we'll go division by division but let's start in the east like i said jalen hurts to me is clearly the best quarterback in this division dak prescott has has slipped back to the to to, i he's still above average but i don't think anyone considers him a top five top seven quarterback at this point going into the year sam howell has been impressive. I think some people were impressed by him on, on Monday night. And who knows what, what he could bring to Washington. And then obviously we have Daniel Jones. He got paid this offseason. So if you had to rank him, Jones would probably be third, Howell fourth going into the season. But I think it's interesting because to me, Hertz is the clear number one. And everyone else is, is sort of battling for that two spot division wise as far as the quarterbacks rankings go. I'm gonna surprise you. I'm gonna say Daniel Jones is number two. Oh, in that okay. division. I, and I, I I wouldn't debate you hard. I don't feel strongly on either guy. 
I don't either. It's just that I feel like one guy finally got good coaching and he's doing this, and the other guy's been in the league a long time. And I wouldn't necessarily say Dak is 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 going down, but I do think he's plateaued a little bit. Mm-hmm. He should be at the point in his career right now where it doesn't matter who his coach is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like whoever's over there, we should be he should be at the point of his career the way Aaron Rodgers was a couple of years ago before he kind of made everybody angry. And that is, is that what are you doing taking the ball out of his hand? What do you mean you're going to kick a field goal? What What are you doing, coach? You remember everybody used to blame the coach of the Packers for everything until last year, and now all of a sudden, no, because the guy said he went in the cave. Everybody forgot that they used to blame the coach for everything that, that went wrong. Well, Dak should be at that point. He's not. Everybody's still blaming everything on Dak, and that's because the coach has a Super Bowl and Dak doesn't. And they fired now two a head coach and then an offensive coordinator, and nothing's changed. He missed five games last year and still threw more picks than anybody. So I'm going Daniel Jones number two because I think he's coming off of his best season, and I think the guys in his locker room probably have more confidence in him than they do Dak in Dallas. Yeah, I, I get it. I totally do. I think division-wise – it's going to be interesting to see how the Giants do. Do they continue to ascend? Are they able to to make that work and and continue to improve? I like the Darren Waller addition, mm. and so that part of it is is interesting to me. I like their defensive line, some of the pieces. Kayvon Thibodeau probably going to take a step forward. That said, I think the Eagles are just above everybody else. Deepest defensive line. Their offensive line, they're really good in the trenches. We know about Jalen Hurts. We know what he brings. Uh, outside weapons, they got him better than anyone else in this division. And so the Cowboys, I think, have a really good roster. The The Giants obviously made the postseason last year. Washington could be sneaky. Ron Rivera coaching for his job. I think that's very realistic uh, to, to make that statement. But to me, it's still the Eagles as the class of the NFC and your, or NFC East. And I know some would say uh, the NFC least, right? That was the the old saying that would go with the NFC East. It's not the least anymore. And the Eagles, to me, are flying high above the rest. They are. I mean, at every position. They they seem to be that program that sort of has it rolling right now. Like nothing that they do is going to look like it's the wrong thing to do. Every draft pick, they're like – Wow, how could you let them fall to Philadelphia? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like that's every 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 recast running back that gets picked up, and they're like, "Wow, how could you let the Eagles get them for just a million dollars?" You know, so it's almost as like right now they are hot, and and everything that they're doing is hitting, and it's it, it you know, for me it's almost like the Steelers when the Steelers chose Mike Tomlin instead of Ken mm. Wisenhunt. And then Tomlin and Wizard Hunt met in the Super Bowl. So it's like they were wrong if they were wrong. So they fired Doug Peterson, and now they're right back. And even though Doug Peterson's a great coach, they fired him three years after he won the Super Bowl. But then they went back to the Super Bowl three years later. So it's almost as if, like, it doesn't matter what they do, everything's going to work, right? Um, the one team I say is, 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 is difficult is Washington. And that's because everything's new. You think they really got the stink out of the building, the fungus. It was the entire leadership, all of that stuff. But then you forget about how many really, really good players they have at these different positions. They do, yes. They're wide receivers. They, they got a bunch of tough – 5'11 tough guys playing wide receiver who can high-point balls. They have a bunch of running backs. 
they have a front load of players in their front seven, and then they drafted a kid that looks real good at corner and forwards. So it's like, for me, we forget Sam Howell was a big-time recruit. I don't forget because he went. To, he said he was going to Florida State, and he changed and went to North Carolina. He never beat Florida State after he went to North Carolina. But the thing is, is you know how good of a passer he is. So yeah. it's not even about where he was drafted. It's about his arm strength and his ability to make the kind of throws you need to make in the NFL. And I think he has it. And Eric B. Enemy has a, something to prove. That might be a sneaky, sneaky team. We forget just two years ago they were in a divisional game against Tampa, hosting a divisional game against Tampa the year Tampa went to the Super Bowl. So, man, I'm telling say you. It. Say it. Go ahead and say it. Sneaky. Watch them. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say second. Second no. place in the NFC. No, 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 no. You're not willing to go that. there. I ain't going to go there, but I'm telling you, that that is a hard – when you wake up on Sunday and that has to be the team that you play, that is a hard game to win every each and every week. That is not going to be easy. I will. I'll go there. You just sold me on it. No, not really. Uh, you didn't sell me on it. I, I think that they – you could make a case that they will be the second – best team Emmanuel Forbes is a a number one cornerback I agree with you I think he's an instant game changer he's going to help them right away I know a lot of NFL teams would have taken him um and maybe the one that I cover had he been available at at pick 28 didn't get past them at 16 does it come down to Sam Howell of course it does but he's got weapons around him I like their front seven I like their their defensive line is going to get after you and to me they could be right in the mix and muck it up with the Cowboys and go toe to toe with the Giants team that's well coached and, and has its flaws as well. So if I had to go to the NFC East division, if I had to predict it, and there's always a team that emerges out of nowhere, mm-hmm. I have Washington be second behind the Eagles. Eagles, then it's it's Washington, the Commanders, Cowboys third. Whoa, disappointing, disappointing, and the Giants back in the cellar at fourth. I agree. I think that's a good way. You to agree. Go. I do. I'll go with you. I mean, I ain't going to argue with you, but uh, uh, I- I'll ride with that. Um, tell you what we're going to do. We're going to the uh, NFC South. Is it the worst division, not only in the NFC? Is it the worst division in football? We're going to talk about that here in just a second on Locked on NFL. All right, I got to tell you about today's sponsor, who is Bird Dogs. Man, these shorts have been turning heads everywhere I go. People ask me, did I lose weight? Where'd you get those shorts? Those shorts make you look younger. That's right, because Bird Dogs make you look good, and they're stretch khaki shorts, and they're designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of stiff, restricting cotton. Bird Dogs fix the issue by inventing cloud-knit fabric that looks just like khaki but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Go to birddogs.com forward slash locked on NFL or enter the promo code locked on NFL for a white tech hat with your order. That's right. That's this dope hat that they sent us. That's birddogs.com locked on NFL or promo code locked on NFL for a free white tech hat. You won't want to take off your bird dogs. We promise you all 
All right, so and let's get to the NFC South. You asked, is it the worst division in football? Heck no, it's not the worst division in football. You cover the worst division in football, my friend. And I'm going to remind you all season long, the AFC South is so bad. The best running back in that division once out, Jonathan Taylor, he's going to be asking a trade. He's desperately trying to to maybe go to the NFC South because there's some fun teams that – I'm interested in watching and I could certainly watch their running games and whether mm-hmm. it's the Saints, Falcons, Bucks, or Panthers, young quarterbacks, interesting storylines, a, a coach in Todd Bowles. We've talked about this probably coaching for his job this season in Tampa, whether it's fair or not. I like this division and I, it doesn't have a, a high end potential Super Bowl contender like the Jaguars. I also don't think it has a team that that's going to be, you know, win two games either. I think all four of these teams are capable uh, of winning six games or more. Tampa, clearly the fourth best team in my eyes, but they have talent. It's not like they don't have a lot of those guys that that helped Tom Brady win a Super Bowl a few years ago. So they still have talent. I think Baker Mayfield will win that job. So you're looking at a quarterback room of uh, in this division, rather. Desmond Ritter, Baker Mayfield, Derek Carr, Bryce Young. Derek Carr stands out amongst the four. I think he's the best quarterback in this division. Me too. I, I agree with you what you said about Tampa. The thing that scares me about Tampa is their offensive line is totally revamped from the years of winning the yeah. Super Bowl. And, of course, Tom Brady. And Jensen's hurt. You know, he's coming back from an injury. You know, Right. So. And by Brady, with Tom Brady not being there, and, of course, you're wondering about, you know, the coaching and, and, and what's, what's that going to be all about. Because you think that, you know, their head coach is on, you know, he's in a little bit of trouble. And that Bruce Arians doesn't have the cachet to stand over there and say, look, I just won the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Give me more chance. Todd Bowles is in a little bit of trouble. But I, I'll go with the Saints too, man. Even Dan Orlovsky from ESPN put the Saints down as the, the second sleeper to win the Super Bowl. You know who was first, but we don't need to go through that. It was Watt, it was Jacksonville. But um he put him down, and I, I, I and I'm thinking, did you listen to our show, Orlovsky? Because I could swear, and I this I'm gonna say it for the third week in a row, somebody picked the Saints as a sleeper on this show because mm-hmm. I think Derek Carr's underrated. I think the Saints started fixing their offensive line two years ago. I, I do believe they got healthy at receiver. Kamara's suspension wasn't as much as you thought. They added depth at running back. The uh, Mike Thomas is coming back. Chris Olave, mm-hmm. they hit on him. He was a he was a stud. And they have a stud player at every level on their defense with Cam, with Davis, and then on the back end with Lattimore, and you can still include Honey Badger. They got a nice little mix there, and they got a nice little thing going with Dennis Allen being so familiar with the team. So I will go New Orleans number one. Mm. I'll agree that Tampa's at the bottom. And I have to see the newness of Carolina. I like aspects of their roster and I like their quarterback. I like their coach. The newness of them versus the not so newness of Arthur Smith in Atlanta. I think Atlanta gets a little bit of the advantage, even though, you know, I'm not totally sold on uh, Desmond Ritter, but I do believe that Atlanta has done enough on defense and they did fix their offensive line. They've done some unorthodox things like draft a running back and a tight end, both in the top eight of the last two drafts. But outside of that, you know, I think they've done a lot with the infrastructure. I think they've done a real good job building a team. I think that's the one team that realistically, week in and week out, might be able to give the Saints a run here in this division. 
I think the Saints should be the favorite. If I had to predict, it, it's it's almost kind of like Washington, where people are going to overlook it because the quarterback is unproven. But I watched the Falcons, and they, their first team offense only played one drive against the Bengals last week. But that's the team I cover daily, and man, Bijan looks the part. We know what Kyle Pitts is. Drake London with an awesome catch where he contorts his body and somehow gets a knee down on the sideline. It was a great throw by Ritter. I, I just – I look at it, Tyler Algier behind Bijan. And it, it was really easy to see how that's going to work at, at Mercedes-Benz Stadium where they're going to be able to – that offense is going to work. They're going to be able to put up points. And then defensively – well, defensively they added Jesse Bates and Calias Campbell. And they were able to get uh, David Onyemata from New Orleans, by the way. I think that's a really nice pickup at nose tackle. Bud Dupree, we'll see what he has left. Jeff Akuda, I think he helps their their cornerback room. Like, I could see this coming together for the Falcons. So I don't want to totally discount them. And I could see them making a playoff push, which more than likely means winning the division because this is probably a one playoff team division. But I agree with you. I can't really pick against the Saints. I think they have more talent. We'll see when it comes to Michael Thomas. That's the part of this. If he stays healthy, I like their weapons. If he doesn't, I think it gets real shallow behind Chris Olave very fast. That said, I like Jawan Johnson. I think Derek Carr is an upgrade. And in that defense, that defense, you're right, at every level, there's a playmaker or two. And so give me the Saints. Falcons are a close second, much closer than people realize. They may win nine games this year. And the, the Saints win 10. And, and then after that, I think the Bucks could be okay. The Carolina Panthers have the edge, though. I think they just have a better roster overall. overall and uh, I like Bryce Young. So Bryce Young in the Panthers third, Bucks fourth. This is setting up to be a really good NFL season so far. We rekindled rivalries in the AFC East. The NFC North is – ain't no telling who going to win that division. That's like having – that's like having – that's Duran, Sugar Ray, Thomas Hearns, and, and it's just all of those dudes in one division again. The four kings, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um, and now the we AFC, got, you're talking about the AFC North, yeah, the AFC North. And now yeah. we have, and now I'm carrying over from last week. And now what we have is we have the NFC East, which is not the NFC least anymore. And now we got the Falcons and the Saints battling it out for the NFC South. So we are really, when you listen to our show, we're setting it up that these traditional rivalries are going to come back and these teams are going to be battling it out. we got two more divisions. You want to do them in segment three? Yep, let's do it. We'll do the other two divisions that we haven't done as the NFC preview continues right here on Lockdown NFL. Today's show is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs is the number one choice for small businesses and every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to get it right. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you need LinkedIn jobs. They help you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Simple simple tools like a questionnaire is it's able to find the, the people that have the experience you're looking for And the screening questions help you prioritize the candidates with the right skills and expertise so you can interview the people you need to and make hires quicker, streamline it, efficient. It's hard to to find and and hire 
people these days, LinkedIn jobs can help and they're going to help you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. You can post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. Segment three here on the Wednesday locked on NFL with James Rapine, Tony Wiggins. We are looking at divisions. This week is the NFC. Last week, it was the AFC. Make sure you check out Locked On NFL as a podcast every single day. Wherever you get your podcast, we are free to subscribe to on YouTube. Hit that like and that bell. Also, it's a good next watch for you every single day to find out all of the things going around the National Football League. All right. So we've done the NFC East and we've done the South. Now we're going to do the North and mm-hmm. then the West. Um, the NFC North. I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit taken aback by it because for a long time it was just Green Bay Packers, mm-hmm. Green Bay Packers, because they went from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers, so it's always been Green Bay Packers. I'm not so sure this year if that's automatic, but I'm still going to go Green Bay Packers because I do think they have a really, really good team still. I Ooh. am still going with the Green Bay Packers. Whoa. Yep. Whoa, Tony. Wow. You know, I love me some Aaron Rodgers, man, but I do. You know what I think? I think that kid learned something behind him. And I, he's not going to be Aaron Rodgers, but I do think Jordan Love will be a capable quarterback this year and that they have a lot of other stuff. Imagine us complaining about Rodgers not having weapons, and then we're saying now that those weapons are going to carry this team with that young quarterback. Well, I mean, you're saying that now. I am we, saying that. Yeah, you're, you're saying you're, that You're a now. Packer hater. I know you, you ain't going to say that. A Packer hater? No, yeah. I love I'm going to have to call Peter Bukowski and, I love and tell him hate And I've been to Green Bay, and I've watched them, and it is much different. Even when Aaron Rodgers was replacing the Brett Favre, and he weirdly went in his footsteps, and now he's a New York Jet, and it's really weird, the parallels between the two. Mm-hmm. Guess what? They won six games that first year. Yeah, It takes some time. Good I think time. it will take some time. I think he's going to play pretty well this year and give them – some reason for excitement. That being said, can you put a little respect on Jared Goff's name? Okay, I'm just kidding. All right, that's Jared You got to make the playoffs I, first. Jared Goff, yeah, okay. Make yeah, and that's why I have the Lions second. Can we stop sleeping on Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings? No. Can we stop sleeping? Really? Best receiver in the league? They're able to go get the kid out of USC as well. Addison, who I think is going to make an impact right away. Man, people in Cincinnati are going to kill me for saying Jeff- Jefferson's the best receiver in the league. He's I was wondering why you even said it. Why he's why been, he's even... been the best receiver in the league? I, yeah, I, I wouldn't take Jamar. Uh, I wouldn't bet against Jamar over anyone. But okay, that said, like Justin Jefferson, look at the numbers. All right, and he's doing it with Kirk Cousins. Plus, if you watch that quarterback documentary, Kirk Cousins, I think he's easy to root for. I know everyone makes fun of him, all those things. I, I'll tell you what, he's better than Dak. He's better than okay. Dak. I, I give so, you that. All right, so if it, Kirk, Justin Jefferson, a defense that it feels like it's uh, emerging a bit, I, I think their offensive line's okay, offensive-minded coach. The Minnesota Vikings, everyone's sleeping on them, and it was weird last year, and they're going to regress some, and they are. They're not going to win 13 games, but they're still going to win the NFC North. Hey, you, you must be convinced because I don't know if – Put if the chain people, on him. If people Put are listening on audio, they didn't see you moving your little head around. Because whenever somebody sits there and they think that they said something good, their head shakes uncontrollably. What? And you was just sitting there the yeah, whole time. You Kirk was, Cousins. You were talking to me. You were talking about Kirk Cousins. Your head was moving. So 
you you might have convinced you me to change. Jacksonville I'm gonna shake my head Tra- and maybe my pick will change. Huh? B- before Trevor Lawrence, <laughs> you would have loved to have Kirk Cousins in Jacksonville for the past two decades. Y- y'all shuffled through quarterbacks. Like, let's not pretend that Kirk Cousins can't play. Not pretending that he can't play. I just the, don't the think Mark he's ever going to The moment that ended to Trevor Lawrence, Kirk Cousins would have been QB1 in your, your parts. Let's yeah, not get crazy. But I still wouldn't have picked him to win the division. All right, so <laughs> let me let me see. I, you know who I think is, is going to be really, really improved are the Bears. I, I, I do. I just – like, oh I, I think that they fixed – You're going some, Packers-Bears? No, I'll go Packers-Vikings-Bears. Oh. I'll go Packers, okay. Vikings. It ain't got nothing against Detroit. This is a, this is a solid. Division. You putting the Lions last? Oh no, I'm God. just saying this is a real. Matt Derry is gonna kill me by you saying that. Shout out to Matt Derry from Locked On Lions and Lauren Cox for Locked On Bears. Um, I don't. I. I how about I both of them? How, how about both of them go like nine and eight? Who? All of them. Everybody except the Packers. Uh, the Packers win the division at ten nah. and seven. And nah. the rest of the, all the other teams go nine nah. and eight. See, you just don't want to make anyone mad. You just don't want to make because mad. because you know what? I right, ain't gonna lie. I sat here and forgot about Detroit real quick. So that's why. I, <laughs> there we <laughs> I, go. There I, we I, go. You forgot about De- Detroit. Detroit's right, good, but but I, I I still I'm still real hesitant on Jared Goff. I will tell you this. I'm not gonna pick at Dan Campbell anymore about eating up kneecaps and all. They are they they prove that they understand what they're doing up there. They have a really, really good culture. Doug Peterson was very complimentary of them. They did joint practices last week. So that that's a solid division. In fact, you know what? You done made me do it. You done pushed me. I'm going Minnesota last. I'm going Chicago second, Detroit third. You are just – I just uh, – This, I this like, is the worst prediction you've ever made in your life. No, it ain't. It's I, awful. No, it's not. It's I, awful. Oh, it's no. awful. Like <laughs> – all right, it's they've Vikings lost won. a lot, bro. They lost Thielen. They've lost Dalvin Cook. They are they they've lost some people, and I still don't believe in the secondary. Dalvin Cook is so valuable this that he's just on the market for forever. He was on the market for forever. NFL teams are beating down his door. Oh wait, man, Dalvin Cook. Brees Hall needs a water break. Dalvin, get out there. All right, let's uh, let's do the NFC North here. Uh, I I'll, I'll say this: Vikings won to throne them. Let's see it because Justin okay. Jefferson is the best player in the entire division. So right. I think he matters that much. Two, I'm going to say Detroit. I love their draft. I, I, I know a lot of people didn't, but I, I, lo- I love the guys they added. I might not have loved the value. was a huge Jameer Gibbs fan. I think Sam Laporte is a game changer. And so they have a lot of weapons on offense, even without Jamison Williams. And I think he's a huge question mark all season long. Three, it's the Packers. I agree with you. I think Jordan Love is going to be solid in his first year starting. I like a lot of their weapons. And four, it is all over in Chicago. I'm sorry. But the moment you trade Roquan Smith and then you go pay Tremaine Edmonds $50 billion and, and you think that that is smart, that is not smart. You got worse and you're still paying a linebacker a lot of money. It doesn't make any sense. Right. I know a lot of people like the, the move for DJ Moore. Absolutely. I do too. DJ Moore is not going to save your your quarterback. And so if they run Justin Fields, I think their offense could work. You're going to have to show me throwing the ball. I don't think it works. Chase Claypool is a bust for the second rounder. They had to give up 33rd overall to the Steelers. To me, they are fourth. All right, Mr. Ford. All right. 
Yeah, we, we got to get to the NFC West here. Yeah, though. let's get to the West real quick. Seahawks, 49ers, Cardinals, Rams. All right, we're not going to debate. The Cardinals are fourth. That, that that to me is easy unless you think it's the Rams. Cardinals are the worst I, team. In, they're the worst team in the, in, in the NFC. Agreed. 49ers are the best team in this division to me. Seahawks are a close second, though. And there is some questions about that quarterback position in, in San Francisco. We'll see if Brock Purdy, Purdy regresses. It seems like every day he throws an interception in camp. So I think it's really interesting that he has such a long leash. I want to, I want to, I agree. I want to see the Seahawks do it another year, even though I like their draft. I like what they added. I'm going to steal your phrase. I like what they added to their team. And I want to see what the Rams look like with Mm. getting, with getting a healthy quarterback, a healthy uh, Cooper cup. I want to see exactly what they are and, and who they are with Aaron Donald still there. I I just want to, I just, I want to get a feel for it because to me, they seem like a team that can jump on you or a team that you can jump on. You know, they they might be one of yep. those up and down teams every single week. He better play like Thanos. He better have all five infinity stones. I looked at that defense the other day. I was on our lads looking at the depth charts. Mm-hmm. It's my point is is that defense is not anywhere near what we saw at Super Bowl 56. No. And and so Aaron Donald's really the only guy where I'm like, oh, he's a game changer. So we'll see there. But I agree with you. The Rams still have guys like Stafford Cup. We know that offense. Cam Akers is there at running back. We'll see. But that defense, it might be shootout time. So I would put the Rams third and Seahawks second, 49ers first. Do you think uh, if the Rams get off to a slow start, it's what contender wants Aaron Donald for a draft pick time? It might be. And I wonder how how long they would hold on to Cooper Cup. I wonder if there's a quarterback injury across the league, if if Stafford would be available again after offseason rumors of him being available. You know, like, I think if they get off to a slow start, things could really, really change. And I agree with you about the quarterback situation in, with the 49ers. I don't even think the 49ers are worried about the division. I think the 49ers are worried about, can we win those last two games with the guys that we have? Because they've been getting to those last two games. They just haven't been able to get – past either the 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 nfc champion or win the super bowl but they've been in the hunt the question for them is can they win those games with whoever they have on that roster and we will agree as we get ready to check out that arizona's the worst team i think they're the worst team in the nfl yep caleb williams i hope you like phoenix kyler murray might get traded too yeah i I think that's a storyline to certainly watch he is Tony Wiggins. I'm James Erpine. If you missed our AFC preview, make sure you check it out from last week. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Follow wherever you get your podcasts. And for Tony Wiggins, I'm James Erpine. Thank you so much for listening and watching Locked on NFL.